Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 331, Habit Change is Like Chess, by Steve Pavlina of stevepavlina.com, and I'm your host and personal narrator, Justin Mollick. Welcome to the 331st episode of Optimal Living Daily, just about a month away from doing this podcast every day for a whole year, which is crazy. This is the podcast where I simply read blogs and sometimes books to you that'll help you optimize your life, like a nice big collection of audio cassettes to make you happier. And yes, I did say cassettes because those personal development cassette tapes were pretty big back in the day. And today's personal development post comes from Steve Pavlina. And this post specifically was actually suggested by a fellow OLD listener, or oldie as I like to call you, Morgan. So Morgan, if you're listening, you've obviously already read this post, but thank you for sharing it with me. I thought it was a great fit for the show. So with that, let's hear her suggestion and start optimizing your life. Habit Change is Like Chess by Steve Pavlina of stevepavlina.com. Changing a habit is like playing a game of chess. In chess, there's an early game, a middle game, and an end game. The same is true for habit change. Many people try to change their habits by skipping straight to the end game. They dive in and commit themselves to making the change happen right away. This is what people do when they make a New Year's resolution. It hardly ever works. Scholars mate. Trying to change a habit overnight is like trying to execute Scholar's Mate in chess. Scholar's Mate is a strategy of achieving checkmate in only four moves. It only works against total beginners. Against a chess player with an ounce of experience, Scholar's Mate will fail. So attempting it is usually a bad idea unless you're playing against a complete novice. Are you applying the Scholar's Mate strategy when trying to change old habits or adopt new habits? Do you go straight for the kill only to find your attempt shot down? When you try to change a habit without devoting sufficient time to the early game and middle game, you'll almost always fail to make the change stick. Only the very easy habits will succumb to this kind of brute force strategy. The early game of habit change is education and setup. In the middle game, you execute some changes to support your habit change. Only in the end game do you go directly for the kill. Early game. In the early game of chess, your goal is to set up your pieces for success. Move your pieces out, develop a solid pawn structure, get control of the center of the board, put some pressure on your opponent's pieces, defend your king. The goal of the early game is to get off to a strong start where you'll hopefully be able to gain an advantage. The end game is still a long way off. In the early game of habit change, you're also setting yourself up for future success. Read some books to educate yourself. Talk to people who have already made the change you seek. Write up a one-page plan for how you're gonna pull it off. These opening moves needn't be complicated, but they shouldn't be ignored. Middle game. In the middle game of chess, you'll normally become more aggressive, but you still aren't going for checkmate yet. 
You're mainly looking for opportunities to gain an advantage in material, position, or momentum. Use solid tactics to weaken your opponent until you have a shot at checkmate. In the middle game of habit change, your goal is to attack the scaffolding around the habit, not to go after the habit directly. What tactics can you use to give you an advantage? For example, if you want to change your diet, purge all the problem foods from your house, pick five restaurants where you can order healthy meals, learn 10 new healthy recipes, and recruit a buddy to go through the same change. Tell other people about the change you're attempting and request their support. For any habit you want to change, you should be able to come up with at least a dozen tactical moves that will increase your advantage. End game. In the end game of chess, your goal is to checkmate your opponent's king. If you do a good job in the early game and middle game, you'll be in a strong position to achieve checkmate. If you race through the first two stages, your own king will probably be mated instead. The end game is often fairly straightforward. Usually it's clear that you've either won or lost by this point. In the end game of habit change, you finally initiate the change with the goal of making it stick. This is the point where you would begin a 30-day trial. Only in the end game do you actually try to change your habit. Up until this point, you're simply jockeying for an advantage that'll make the end game successful. Fortunately, unlike chess, in the game of habit change, you can spend as long as you want in the early game and middle game. You don't have to worry about a timer counting down or an opponent trying to outthink you. If you fail in the end game, meaning that your new habit doesn't stick, your mistake was most likely not in the end game. You probably screwed up in the early game or middle game. You didn't take enough time to educate and prepare yourself and or you didn't do enough work to give yourself a decisive advantage before you started. The role of self-discipline. If you feel you must call forth a seemingly inhuman level of self-discipline while trying to change one of your habits, it usually means you botched or neglected the early game and or middle game. Sweating through a habit change isn't self-discipline. Sweating is the consequence of executing an ineffective strategy. More sweat won't help much. Picture a chess player sweating every move in the end game. Is this a good player? Often, this is a sign of a weak player. For a skilled, disciplined player, the endgame frequently plays itself, with the outcome being a foregone conclusion. Since there are fewer pieces on the board, there are fewer options to consider. If you can't even make it through the first week of a new habit without feeling an overwhelming urge to quit because you have to push yourself unreasonably hard to keep going, your mistakes were made long before you even began day one. You're trying to pull off the equivalent of scholar's mate, and your imaginary quote-unquote opponent isn't stupid enough to fall for it. Sometimes a little self-discipline will be required in the end game, especially if you're tackling a really tough habit, but if you built a solid foundation in the early stages, the end game will often be smooth sailing. The proper role of self-discipline is to make the best moves you can in the early game and middle game, such that by the time you reach the end game, achieving checkmate is easy and straightforward. Self-discipline also plays a major role even before the early game. Did you get proper attention to study, practice, and training before you challenged your opponent to a match? Do you know your strengths and how to leverage them? Do you know your opponent's weaknesses and how to take advantage of them? Are you prepared to win? If you take a disciplined approach to habit change, you won't be sweating the end game. By the time you're starting on day one of your new habit, you'll have already knocked the legs out from under your old habit and built the necessary scaffolding to support your new habit. When you finally begin day one, you'll already have the upper hand. What can you do to put yourself in a more advantageous position with respect to changing one of your habits? How can you eliminate obstacles, cut off escape routes, derail threats, gain more leverage, take control of the center, etc.? What early and middle game strategy and tactics will virtually guarantee success before you even begin day one? 
Incidentally, applying chess concepts to personal development is an example of how cultivating many different interests enables us to transplant basic concepts from one field to another to solve problems creatively. You just listened to the post titled Habit Change is Like Chess by Steve Pavlina of stevepavlina.com. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. And thanks for suggesting that post, Morgan. And now if you want to suggest a post or author for me to read right here on the show, come by oldpodcast.com to get in touch. And actually the best way to reach me is to simply reply to an email that I send you when you're part of my weekly newsletter. You can join really quickly at oldpodcast.com. Thank you for listening. Have a great rest of your weekend and I'll catch you in tomorrow's Minimalist Monday show where your optimal life awaits. Hey, this is Dan from the Optimal Finance Daily Podcast, which is a lot like this show, except more focused on personal finance. Justin handpicks the best posts he can find from blogs and authors like Ramit Sethi, Mr. Money Mustache, and more, and I read them to you five days a week. So if you enjoy this podcast, come on over and subscribe to Optimal Finance Daily too. And together, we'll optimize your financial life. You've been listening to Optimal Living Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits. Optimal Living Daily.